0: Welcome to LiveTrader.com podcast. The content here is for informational purposes only. Should not be taken as legal business text or investment advice and be used to evaluate any investment or security or be directed to any investors, potential investors and LiveTrader fund. For more details, please see LiveTrader.com forward slash disclosures. Hello traders, welcome to Wall Street Secrets. So today we'll be talking about one of the most successful H1s of Wall Street. And the reason why we're covering this firm and the person behind this firm is called Jim Simmons who launched the quantum revolution. He's a brilliant-minded mathematician who founded the H1 Renaissance Technologies using quantitative models. So RENTEC or Renaissance Technologies using quantitative models and with billions under the asset under management or AUM of Renaissance is, and its annualized returns of net thirty nine percent since nineteen eighty eight, its returns only become more spectacular once you actually once you actually discover a Renaissance and versus pay and management and performance fee of five percent and forty four percent, therefore bringing the gross annualized returns of sixty six percent. Due to the firm's super performance today, Jim has an estimated net worth of $23 billion. The Wall Street Journal described Jim as one of the greatest money makers. and modern financial history of Freezer covered the rise of Renaissance. For the longest time, much of it was still shrouded with mystery. So let's get behind the scenes of the full story and print with detail and accuracy. So main trade investors can have an equal fighting chance. So now is the time we have such a huge undertaking because this is the most secretive firm. This is the most secretive firm the financial industry have ever dealt with today. And from the industry that people there came from other firms, they generally speaking academics and they work there a lot of money, then go back to academia and they generally don't have any incentive to talk. So I got enough about research on this firm and how they became what they are today, and using science and built it into one of the greatest investment powerhouse on Wall Street. Before Rantech, Simmons spent time at the National Security Agency or NSA and taught at the MIT and Harvard. 44 years old, in 1982, he founded Renaissance Technology, where he served as the Chairman and CEO. In 2010, he, re- he retired from his role as the Chairman and CEO of the... F- but remains as a non-executive chairman. He was also a codebreaker for the Institute of Defense Analysis during the Vietnam War. His net worth as of 2019 was $21.6 billion. Now Siemens had this very few calls at any report to make money and it's really just unvarnished appetite for wealth and some people close to him what he wanted the money to be able to change the world and has been able to do that a little bit but didn't understand what we could figure out why he had that interest in making money. But he really did so, he had two interests again, he won Watts that the hero which uh, very few people come out with that cited over and over again in academic papers. It's pretty remarkable Mickey Money trying to figure out ways to trade on the side and not get distracted by it. So while working for the NSA in 1964, he called the CTC Communications Research Division of the Institute of Defense to connect the time was to break soviet code and it was a tremendous success so a little bit about the significant part in the early 60s was um he was unhappy adding on to his dad, that that pile up in his father's money to invest in business in south america which was doing okay but not excellent but what happens at stony brook university was he led this department that was really struggling, but it was a really respected position, and he had a pretty strong motivation to become wealthy, and it's interesting considering what Jim Simmons today is worth about 20-something billion dollars, it's a little bit weird, he actually started up what was his financial situation before renaissance, came into picture, he was born and lived outside of the financial industry, and, and he loved mathematics, again, it's kind of middle class um so i think people paying enough attention focusing on how much trading titans like jim siemens struggled for years and how much hard work and by using his instincts and intuition and reading the news and trading off it's about what jim is he didn't completely focus on the attention he didn't go full time into trading but he was about 40 plus years old but when you think about it how much he has accomplished and that until he was 40 years old, he was quite amazing himself and his colleagues and to motivate them, the right people, to keep them focused on the job, figuring how to solve this challenge of trading by using algorithms, developing the proper model. They eventually did it, but it could be gone in another direction. So let's get into a little bit early days of Renaissance and how it was like. And the stumbling blocks Jim Simmons faced when he hired a little bit more and the roots of how he started and this de- and decided to go into trading. When at the time he was an American mathematician, famous in the circles of mathematics. So in 1987, Jim Simmons really had much hope for his firm and he worked with a couple of superstar academics, colleagues, and staff members, and surprisingly that how many characters in their own rights it wasn't just about the real colorful background they have there but we can pinpoint like a key turning point that turned renaissance around and put it in the projector into this superstar fun at the helm simon was always around helping them with investors giving guidance hiring and making some key decisions that's why they call businesses and and in the H1 world, there's a lot of value people who work in computer science and coding theory. So for some of you who are studying computer science, it could be one of the few that you could, where computer science plays a big role. And, and the cover Game Theory game is, you know, Renaissance has been pretty well-known player in this industry. And in 1988, when Siemens founded this firm, he could get it right most of the time, like 50, 51%, even 52% of the time. But it wasn't enough. If you trade frequently enough today to hold their positions for about two days on average, it changed over a year. But they kept improving because because Siemens understood that if he could beat the markets 51 to 52% out of 100%, they can make that work and the rest is history so jim made his first billion dollars turning point was in 1988 when they started and when they started they couldn't get much backing from investors even though by getting to 1989 and they held most of the positions for an average of two days and it could be described as a medium frequency operation this is obviously what i believe a lot of you listeners want to know a little bit more about inside to the strategies that are running and you know that the actual approach to the markets today but what i'm trying to do in this episode is actually look into being you know this mysterious fast trading high frequency and cutting edge technology those hedge funds are using and because to most of us we do not have access to the most sophisticated algorithms and believe it or not Everything is about patterns, and it might repeat. And these are all based on the relationships among equities. And yes, they do bonds, and they do investments. Um, their profit come from holding about let's say four thousand longs and a thousand short positions. So it's a version of much more high frequency type of operation. And the firm is just getting the positions that their relationship groups or individual stocks on the larger segment of the markets in relation to other, in relation to an index, in relation to factor increase, let's say, what is happening on the global front and all those factors affecting the markets that they have a sense. It's sort of like looking at a flower, you can see many more hues and you kind of say, I can just look at the same flower and they can see other things affecting the markets, but it's not just about... A much better system impacting their raw markets, but much better system of risk, and they can do it, and they can do it on a larger scale with much more capital. There are a lot of computer models working real time, and the genius is that, and the ability to manage this open architecture, the share work like the share work like they got this one model. Anybody can see dark corners of the code and the most senior people like the tech firms and others. There's only one unlike any other firms that share the work that could pick apart and can just see other people working on it. And a huge advantage because they, don't, because they know that those models are going to be making a lot of money. But more importantly, reason why it ran tech. At about 20 with 25 secrets, I would say it's things like keeping a cap on front impact models with this collaborative culture. So as some of you know, i become much more of a subscriber to the few that embrace the scientific approach to testing. And also by using your intuition and your instinct, I was learning throughout the years of my trading career. And if you notice, last year in 2019, The market is going up just consistently, but it's important to remember, just stick with the model, especially when the market is getting very volatile in 2020 with the scientific approach. And it's hard because, you know, we have moments of vulnerability and a level of involvement renaissance today, you know. So there's something that we can learn from all of this. So to wrap up this episode, Jim Siemens. That we covered on this episode of Wall Street Secrets. New, who had the drive to become very wealthy and he became outrageously so. We'll see what he has done with his money, philanthropy and what he does that money with every public school teacher in math and science. And of course, they speak a lot about money. Renaissance, obviously, there are people involved in the H1 world. They're using computer models to solve this problem, to solve the markets. James Simmons is kind of the pinnacle of trading success and... This was a compelling story here and I want to just share it with you. How computer science can solve the markets and outperform even passive investing strategies. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Wall Street Secrets. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other podcast, please subscribe to this to get future episodes. Consider the Live Trader Network. More than 1,500 alumni more than 15 countries around the world. Find out more at tradeonwallstreet.com. Thanks for listening to the Live Trader Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating or comment on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Plus, you can get future updates for email and future shows, transcripts, video tutorials. Just visit our website at livetrader.com.